welcome to Coming Out the Pod with me, Ed Connell, the podcast where members of the LGBTQ community share their coming out stories with me. This week's guest is Zach Brooks. Not only was this Zach's first podcast, but it was also his first experience of using Zoom. I first learned about Zach when I saw a video on Twitter that had gone viral. The video was of Zach opening his gender recognition certificate. If you haven't already seen it, then search it online or look on his Twitter profile. Zach talked to me about his early diagnosis of autism, being aware from an early age that he was trans, and the difficulty he had communicating that to others. He also talked to me about how the delay waiting transition left him feeling angry and isolated and struggling to find his identity, not knowing, as he put it, how to be a person. But he more positively talks about how his work with the Stonewall Trans Advisor Group was the best experience of his life and helped him become proud of who he is. I hope you enjoy this week's podcast. Please be aware that this podcast contains some bad language and themes of an adult nature. Well, I'd like to introduce my next guest, who's Zach Brooks. And I first came across Zach when I was on Twitter and I saw that he had posted a video on Twitter when he got his gender recognition certificate, which I think was last year. Is that right, Zach? Yeah, it's in August 21st. And uh, I know that a lot of people retweeted it, which is how I uh, saw it. And I, I want to talk to you about lots of things, not just your trans journey, but also about your tennis and about your uh, autism. Um, and so I just want to start, how, how old are you, Zach? I'm 25. And how old were you when you got diagnosed with autism? Around five years old. And how has autism sort of affected you? Because there there are sort of different types of autism. How's it affected you? Um, Very complicated. Um, Very, I was in a very totally different world compared to the society we have today I just was like a lack of confidence in myself um I felt very isolated I just didn't know how to be a person basically I was you know in my own world um I always dream a lot um about my life um as as a child i always dreamed about um before coming out as a trans man i always vision what my life as a man rather than a female basically um and um it, it's very complicated it's a very complicated thing because it what makes it complicated it's it's hard to ex- express it did your school deal well with your autism? I mean, I don't know what sort of school you went to. Did you go to mainstream I school? I went to, uh, I started off in mainstream education, um, which went very downhill. Basically, like, I didn't have very much of um, a social interaction uh, with 
people my age. Um, I always associated myself with adults a bit more because um, as a five-year-old, I had had this mindset of wanting to be like them um, uh, than, than the kids, basically, because I felt like, you know, when I hang around with kids, they really made my life hard because I struggled to... Um, uh, to form friendships, um, basically, um, I was very, uh, very, you know, very isolated. I was very, I was, I was basically being bullied from, from five year, year, years old, and and I was very hyperactive. I like, I liked the attention quite a lot, and I wanted to fit in, uh, which didn't work didn't work basically um and i was very like a very in, in, insecure child basically um because of everything because when you're a child you don't you don't know what is happening it's very it's very complicated i i was a very like a very difficult person to be around um i struggle to find myself with how I presented myself to people which was a very it's a very massive complicated thing um I was constantly in trouble um a lot I knew that my gender identity issues affected me because um I was very like my brain was very as a five-year-old, very was high. Like I was very high hormonal child. I, you know, um, I was very complicated, and I just struggled to basically fit in at that at the time. And trying to find my voice because I struggled to um, to know what I'm saying to to people, and that's that was a bit of a a complicated and thing how early it sounds from what you said that you recognized from a fairly early age that you there were issues about your gender identity i mean how young are we talking about zach like very young like um like when i was five years old i you you know was you know i had very like a behavior um in a way that I was acting like a boy. Um, basically, I you know had very ang- anger issues and um, and I was very aggressive, like a very aggressive child. Because um, I grew up grew up with three with three sisters, and I struggled to form form friendships with females because I was constantly bullied by females quite a lot when I was at school and at mainstream school and um, I just you know didn't get get along with females quite a lot I was more you know had a better friendship with boys basically they 
they understand me more more than more than having friendships with females. I just didn't really enjoy associating myself with females. I just prefer to be around boys. It's because I felt comfortable and I can um, express myself a bit more than I than hang around with females, basically, because I... The trouble is with females, um, they, you know, during that time, I was constantly being bullied um, and they say things that really upset me. I, during that time, I struggled to stand up for myself um, and I just, just, you know, I just get picked on it, picked on, and that you know really like knock, knocked my confidence a lot because that that's why I don't. Um, I developed like you know over the years of phobia with hanging around with with females because of um, how psychologically traumatizing it my experience was and. During that time, like, you know, my male friends always stand up for me, um, stand up for me. And that's how I re- realised that I belong in that male, fr- male, belong in a male friendship group. And my um, feelings uh, about my identity and that that's helped trying to re- I always realized it and I struggle to to express that to people and when you're a child like you don't you 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 don't know you know of understand back then of how you feel um I was still developing uh still in develop de- developing and that's how you know, I knew that my that I had gender identity issues and how isolating it, it was. Do you remember the first person you spoke to about the fact that you, you had gender identity issues? I as a child I I really, really hiden hiding that subject because I was because Back in back in the nineties, uh, when during I was born, um, they there wasn't transgender was unknown back then compared to now. And whenever I want to, I was constant in fear in case my parents, uh, my parents think I was too young basically to understand it but I know I understand it because my I always always was my heart was set on set on it but but I struggled to pull it pull it into words to how I was feeling um and you know I was constant constant worrying when I whenever I go go to bed at night I always 
think about how would my coming out would be and that's that's how I my mind wanted to do it but whenever it's in person it's it's very 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 difficult to to explain like your feelings in case the relationship with my parents would break down um I, I was scared I was very scared in my mind but I trying to trying to hide it I was trying to hide I was basically lived in a double life which I didn't want at the time and um it 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 was just it was very it was it was so it was proper isolating to to think about at at that time and it's you know like since now I've I've reflected I should have come out when I was a kid I should have said I should have done it, but it was it. My parents for because because of the autism, it, it they wanted me to to wait until I was more older to to understand it, which which during that time was hard. But from from re- reflecting now, my 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 parents were you know were were rights basically so it was very complicated um situation to be in do, do you remember how old you were when you had that first conversation with your mum or your dad about it um i well my dad during that time my dad was working i because because i he was under a lot of stress at the time i I didn't want to stretch stress him out even more, but I spoke to my mom about it, and she, when I was eight years old, and um, during that time, um, w- after I got diagnosed with autism and stuff, um, I was going through special needs primary school. I transitioned from mainstream at six year- years old. Um, and you know, I, it, it, I had a very difficult, a difficult time in specialist education, like from primary school to sec, 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 secondary school, because I felt like it was a very protective environment. Um, I always wanted to tell them, but I was very scared because of of how. Because they in, because they f- think I uh, was too young at the time. They were very overprotective, and that, that's why I just hidden my 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 in, in, insecurities to them, and um, like, and it just you know was very again isolating to to talk about because it, it was very di- difficult because I was very you know protective environment and I struggled to basically have have a voice and during that time when I was in mainstream no specialist education times there wasn't any transgender people during talks doing talks and that there was there wasn't uh, any of that and that's that's 
I felt isolated to come out, basically. If they had talks back then, I would have come out, but it was very, very complicated for me. At what age did your mum then support you in sort of going to seek help about your... Um, like when I was 18, I, I, in, in June, 2013, I decided like, cause I had a lot of issues. Um, like after, after 16, I went to, uh, mainstream college. I was suffered quite badly with bullying around my, my gender identity and my autism and that. And I, for 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 to myself like that is enough. I I'm fed I'm fed I'm fed up of hiding like who I am to my parents and to society. I just wanted to come out, and I decided at eighteen. Uh, this is after my issues with being in a mainstream college and. I I just just thought June was the right moment. I I rehearsed what I really wanted to say um, to my parents. Um, I wrote my mom a, le- a letter before I went to tennis. Um, so I did that. I left it on the table, and after I came home from from te- tennis, I you know spoke to my mom and. Um, and after that, after that, I was, I was like very, I expressed, um, in emotion of shouting, um, shouting and expressing like, I, I am, I am who I am. I'm, I'm a, I'm a male and I was, you know, screaming and shouting, um, of, you know, of crying cause I was constant constant crying um of how much i wanted i wanted my transition so so badly and uh, my mom accepted me basically like because i after mainstream college i went to um i got funding to go back to specialist education so i went to a specialist college with people who got uh, learning difficulties and um, other disabilities uh, in my local in my local area, and um, and once I started um, got a day, so I went to uh, familiarisation day, and I had a proper meltdown because um, uh, I had a lot. Um, I've been, I had basically been bullied, uh, by, um, by my ex-partner. It was very like traumatic, traumatic for, for me. On my first day of, uh, of the college, I really like, uh, was very crying. I was, had a proper meltdown again and, um, and I went into this room and my, uh, basically my mentor was in the room and someone else was in the room and I was screaming and shouting, um, 
about my transition. I wanted my transition so much and I want it now. Like I was very, I was proper how much desperate I want my transition badly. And, and I, I didn't really like my dead name. I don't want to be mentioned my, my dead name. I said kindly that I want to be known as that. And then I got my ID. I, I, I came out to everybody. Well, my, my, my mentor, you know, uh, sent an email to everyone at, at the college. Uh, they were very, very supportive. Um, students, um, like was okay with me, but my, uh, like my, my, my ex girlfriend just like was very taught, like, you know, was very jealous of me. Um, because I, because I was getting more attention than she is and, and it was very, it was very painful, painful experience. It basically made me, during those three years, it, it, it actually scarred me from education because I was, it, it, I was literally, literally didn't like, didn't enjoy um, of how much some people were jealous because of my transition and stuff. People think that transition is easy, but it's not. It's very, it's very hard to for myself to settle in at that time. And um, once I had my first appointment uh, in in 24, 20, uh, 2014, um, there were again there was loads of students. Students were jealous of me because uh, having a member of staff taking you to appointment, taking you to appointments, and and during 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 that time, my parents were working and they couldn't, you know, be there at the time. And um, and yeah, it's like during that time, it it was it was great that staff taught me. But coming back to the college, doing education, it was very like hard and. Um, I mean, it sounds it sounds like it was very difficult, but th- there must have been some positives. I mean, it must be nice for the first time, for example, to have other people recognise you as that. Yeah, I mean, yes, it was, it was, it was. You know, the staff like the staff were brilliant. It was just some of the students um, during that during the two years when I, when I was at, at that college, um, special specialist college. I just had like with the amount of students torn, I had a massive meltdown because I I was shout I was constant uh, during that time I just had a very like I was at that breaking point where I just needed that constant validation and I wasn't at that time and I just needed it need needed it so so much and it you know I just screamed and a whole of the college students were listening the staff didn't know what to do with me and I was at that breaking point of you know uh, it affected my I lost a lot I lost I lost a very much amount of weight because of it and because with the situation at home um, during the processes of transitioning. I 
I had to live a double life because of, you know, when I came out, my three sisters found it difficult to understand the process. Um, I had to hide it from my nan for during, before I started testosterone, uh, the processes of test testosterone. And it was very difficult at, at the time. And it just, it was, my brain was about to explode. Um, and plus, like, um, well, when I, when I was at ho- living at home, for example, I constant mindset of my transition, I was obsessed with it. And um, before starting te- testosterone, I was completely selfish towards my family um quite a lot um like you know i get angry where my parent where especially my you know during that time my my dad just told me off for being too overly obsessed with my transition from other people and it was it was hard for my very hard for my parents and my especially uh, my sisters, um, like when when I started test testosterone, I eventually came out to my nan after after long you know long pro- process with getting test te- testosterone, and she she cried. I I did it through le- letter uh, um, rather than in person, and it was it was so so intensely the hardest hardest thing and um from that like it it from that it, it was very intense as as a for for me and for my family and sometimes sometimes to college as well and and you know it was very intense how are things now with your family zach uh you know what it, you know what i since i moved out cuz like since i after three years of, you know, being at a very overprotective college, um, I felt the, you know, I feel like after I moved, moved, moved out and that, I just feel like I'm, I'm a different person. I've grown up more of, re- of realizing that I need to be more grown up and, and be more helpful and just have more or more under understanding around people's emotions rather, rather than in the past and that and I just feel more calmer and chilled and like after moving out and stuff I've got more of a better relationship with my parents and my family and and that that meant you know a lot of work in building the strength back in myself to be more of a person I am now. And it made me, from that, it made me push more harder towards my, making the best out of myself. How long ago did you move out, Zach? Uh, it, was, it was so long, uh, four years ago. And I never thought, I, I just... I just during that time when I was living at home, I was obsessed with with me being trans, and now I'm more like 
being a man rather than thinking about my transition a lot because I'm at a stage now where I'm waiting for my lower surgery and I'm halfway through finishing my physical and I'm just thinking about more of myself, more of my life now and uh, preparing for life life after finishing the lower surgery and uh, I just want to be more of myself, let people see the real me, real me a bit more rather than being obsessive about one thing. And I think your surgery got cancelled, didn't it, because of COVID? Yeah. Oh, uh, yes. I, you know what, I I was obsessed, at, I was upset at first, but I, I was glad that it were cancelled because, you know, I it just made me want to prepare more because of how intense it's going to be what my body is going to go through during that time. And about like when I had top surgery, it was more easy. Like this is an easy, easy thing, easy thing to deal with because it was less intense uh, surgery. But with this, it's, uh, it's, it's going to be more intense and, and, that's what I have to deal with or what I have to deal with and chatting to people what they experience. It's intense and it's going to be intense and hopefully it's going to be worth, hopefully from that it's going to be worth it at the end. Zach, talk, talk me through, I mean, for those people who haven't seen the video of when you opened up your envelope, just talk, talk me through that moment. Oh my God. I, after I applied for gender recognition, I had an email to confirm uh, three or four weeks later, um, uh, before my parents got back home, uh, I didn't. I didn't tell my parent, my mom, about getting it. I just left it a surprise. And you know what? I researched on YouTube uh, of reactions towards gender recognition sitting of it, and there there wasn't many much uh, of reaction. Um, I planned it before my parents got back from from holiday uh during that time and it was it was on my nan's birthday at the time and i i really wanted to plan this uh i it it never happens before uh before and uh, i just wanted to do it and uh once once i uploaded it 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 just i just didn't know how people would would react would would react to it and once I uploaded it my it, it felt like because I I don't upload things on Twitter as much but I just didn't realize how how people enjoyed it enjoy my 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 video and once that happened after that happened so like it was it was I had a lot of messages from like trans got trans guys that wants a gender recognition uh, during that time and uh, giving advice to them and then then after then after you know it went viral like my phone was you know was 
like gone so crazy. Like it was crazy. It was it was unbelievable to see how much people like enjoyed it. It was it was such an unreal an unreal thing, and I'm glad I uploaded it, uploaded it because because we need as trans people we need more po- po- positive stories out there instead of instead of having what the national national media biased store biased um biased words and I, I just wanted to be have be more of a positive limelight towards trans people with, with the way you know with the way you know with, with all the politics around it at the moment I just wanted to have more of a positive a positive positive limelight towards it has all the feedback been positive or did you suffer the inevitable oh yeah oh yeah um like yes uh but like i did had recently i won death threat uh recently uh from a stalker who i did who i don't know um and it made me because like if it happened in the past i would have reacted it badly but now I just learn if it if that type of transphobia come to me, I would not respond. I just block it. But like this is like because some like because I learned to deal with. I I think I think because like when you come out as a trans man, you have to deal with it. You have to deal with the negativity and. I just felt like I needed to block them out of my life. And it was it was hard because I like I said, like with the bullying and stuff, sometimes gay people some gay guys criticize me quite a lot. Some gay people find it hard to accept trans people sometimes, like myself. At the end of the day, we are people, we are humans like everybody else. I I just like I, you know, since like starting test testosterone and um, had top 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 surgery, I explored my sexuality a bit more, and I tried tried with guys for like two or four years, and I since been bullied uh, by some gay men, I realised that I. Made made me re- realize that I don't you know really want like r- romantic connections with any with any gender because it was it just it, it's just a constant stress and bother and then basically because some gay people tend to be immature when it comes to like what's inside my pants sometimes and that. They just kept questioning about it. It just made me realise how immature that could be because it's uncomfortable for us to talk to open up about it. And um, I mean, you obviously are still working through your trans journey, but um, are you in a good place? Are you in a happy place at the moment, Zach? You know what? You know what? I I've been on testosterone for for six years now. And just because I'm taking test, test, testosterone, it basically 
I have to transform my body, my, my myself, like rather than let like the t- 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 testosterone be in me and transform me. I have to do the work myself. Recently, I have to delay my testosterone, but basically my my levels were so so high high than the normal cis male range. I nearly had a blood clot uh in my in my kidneys. You know, I, I had to change my GPs because of during that during that time before I found out I got higher t- testosterone, the nurse and the G- GPs never communicated to me about of my testosterone. Uh they 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 just inject me without without properly giving me a blood test and I, I had to wait four or five months for me to have my levels down to take again and I do give advice to trans guys that you have to have you have your blood tests re- re- regularly because I don't want I don't want to see other tra- trans guys going going through my experience and um and from that, like, I do, like, like, recently, I don't really read uh, articles about the ne- the ne- the negatives what people put about about transgender people because um, because I feel that the problem the the problem is like um, with the turfs and. Um, I think the problem is like with the articles about mom's net and and cis people as some cis people as well they don't they don't understand they haven't done their proper research before criticizing some mums as part 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 of their role they should learn to to accept their child whatever you know gender they want to be or sex, 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 sexuality, or anything like, 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 like that. They should allow their kids to be who, who they, who they want to be, and that's really frustrates me sometimes. That, that mums net, they, they, they just don't un, un, understand feelings and, and behind the scenes of it all. Plus, um, since trans, transitioning, I worked uh, for Stonewall. Uh, trans, trans advisory group for 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 two years and that's was that was really ex- the best experience I could recommend it to to trans people and non-binary because it was the best experience of my life um, during during tra- tra- transitioning to meet with one of the best best trans a- a- activists and um but from that, that that made me feel feel that how proud to be who I am, and and I learned from that experience while Ruth Hunt was there. It made me made me feel feel I can fight for something because it was such a good experience, and I just felt so so happy. And after during that time, I had an interview with, with Sky Sports uh, about my coming out and and it just it it, it, it felt great because I promoted 
the work what Stonewall when I was working at Stonewall Trans Advisory member did uh, did and it just it, it felt I felt more empowered by you know meeting these people and it just it felt something it felt special. No, I, 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 if you hadn't said it, the word I was going to use was it sounded from what you were saying that the trans advisor group did empower you, and that's precisely the word that you ended up saying. Yeah, I mean, like, I mean, like, we've we worked on a pro, a pro, in a project while uh, Theresa May was in power at the time. We spent either a year or two years on it, and our work through like during that time where. Uh, during that time where Theresa May was in power, she liked it, and it, the reaction was positive. It, it felt felt it felt like we were doing something, doing something right, and and it just felt special. I just wanted to talk to you about tennis, Zach, because I know. That- oh yeah, oh my yes, I that that was a journey. That was a proper journey <laughs> for me. That was uh, no. I mean, like coming out was people like yeah. It was so hard. It was proper the hard the hardest thing about it. It was because tennis, like with my sport, it we as players and coaches don't talk about our personal life as much because we just focus on the game, the coaching, and the, and the playing rather than be so be open up about personal lives and it was it took a long a very long long time for me to come out like because i had so much before coming out i went in 2000 2013 2013 before i came out i basically i was unbeaten in tennis when i did disability tennis like I, I played against. I didn't enjoy playing against females. Basically, I was unbeaten. I, you know, had so much, so much, like so much, like you know, power and and I felt like during that time I was very isolating and I it didn't give me a challenge because I was, I was unbeaten. I was unbeaten in every. Like when, like when I started doing a learning disability national tournament when I was fourteen. Um, at, at the time, uh, plus I started te- te- tennis when I was seven. When I was seven year- years old, basically, when I did my first national tournament for LD LD te- tennis, I was yeah. I felt like it was isolating for me. Uh, but it wasn't wasn't challenging, and I had a lot of power in me. But I get sometimes parents get confused with my gender sometimes because I was wearing wearing like male clothing and um, and the haircut as well, and they they just felt confused confused which like which gender cat cat category. I was in. It was isolating, but at the time, my mum told me to keep it a secret from the coaches. She was worried in case of my reputation. Then, at the age of 
uh, 18 or 19, I was invited to a um, a talent ID ID day um, through uh, through 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 the uh, the tennis association uh, called the te- the tennis F- 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 foundation, but it's changed now. And um, on that day, I during that time, I just didn't get along with female co- coaches. I just didn't have a a very good re- like coaching and player relationship. Basically, it was constant arguments, um, arguments. Um, basically, it was arguments. I misbehaved in in the performance group. Um, I it, I just felt like it was a lack of focus for me because of how isolated I was about my gender. I didn't like it when when the performance coach just just like giving me a hard time and it's not because I, you know, want to be argumentative and want to want to fight. It's because I was hiding hiding who I really am to them. I it was more of a psychological issue. For me, and that's what of a struggle for me. And I was in constant pressure, not not from the coaches itself. It's just from a mom to not not say for me to not say anything. And plus, uh, it was a long time for me to get affiliated to the Special Olympics. It took three, three or four year, three or five years to get me affiliated uh, with a lot of paperwork involved and um then in august august 2013 i competed in my first uh, special olympics uh global uh games and uh that was uh, a very very hard you know even though i even though i won came first and second in doubles like, but it was very intense for me. I felt isolated again, but it, one, one of the performance co- co- coaches approached my mom about me applying to compete internationally uh, for Special Olympics in, in Los Angeles. And we decided not, I decided not to because I just, you know, I just was very inconstant constant isolation and fear towards one because if I did it I would not be happy if I if I win if I win that you know if I win that games and that I I just still felt uncomfortable to compete against against females I just wanted to compete against males and um in no in no uh, in no in November twenty uh, in October twenty thirteen that was my last my last time before I came out in competing as female and I had a total meltdown in front of everyone in front of the parents um, even though I won that I just really felt. So, so like it was, I was nearly 
got kicked out of the tennis centre because of how frustrated I was to to basically com- like I'm fed up of it. I'm fed up of competing as female. I said that to mom or shouted in front of everyone. And um, then after the nationals, I went for my last ever perform performance group. Um, which I nearly got kicked out of the team, uh, basically just of the relationship between the coach and player. I just wasn't happy. I wasn't, I just didn't like, like the facts that I don't like her being dead named. I don't like, I just didn't enjoy it. Um, it just made, it just, I just lacked focus and stuff. And, you know, after the after the group, uh, I had a lot on my mind at the time. Ads, but then uh, once once the perform performance group was out the way, um, my, my mom like helped with uh, sending an email to um, basically to the performance coach on my behalf of my coming out, um, which was. Hard, and it took three or four days for a response. And the p- performance coach um, was uh, was very, you know, she was accepting. I was like totally shocked, and like it was, it, it felt like uh, it felt like a green a green light was coming in the tunnel. I felt like I got the green light again, and. Um, then after that, she wanted me to have a break. Then, um, then after that, um, I changed my name um, on the, on on the system. But it took real. Uh, the Special Olympics were fine with me changing my name and gender, but uh, with the other organisation, which was an elite level of disability tennis uh, took three or four, three, three or four years to, uh, to get my name and gender changed because of, because during that time, I, it, it basically the first transgender case for, for them, it took a long time for them to make a decision. And it was a very painful one. And, and after that, I got, got, got my name and gender changed and, from that, I just felt I just felt more better after coming out. I felt like I felt I felt like I'm on cloud nine. I felt like I'm after that break. It just made me a better player. The organisation was very supportive of me, and it it just gave me more love back to tennis again. It felt like I'm I'm back to the perform performance I wanted to be. And after my after when I came out, um, I had a talent ID again, and uh, I I they didn't accept me uh, because um, I didn't get chosen for that time. And um, during that time, I was I was upset, but like from that, I just thought to myself, I just need to work work more harder to to basically get back and and it did and um from that from that it i just i'm just totally 
like laid back player and wants want to be that you know, I am that player again and it it felt if it felt like from that it just gave me it just it just gave me more more of a focus again and that 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 made me happy made me happy and although although you're not I think competing anymore for learning disability no um I was um well which uh, next year I was like uh, if I was going to compete again but because of I was meant to have lower surgery uh, this year um, it was not possible for next year but uh, but because of this COVID situation we don't know when it's going to happen again and you know it's kind of a it's kind of a, a long, a long way, a long, a long way again. So, but you're you, but you're coaching tennis at the moment, is that right? Yeah, I, I am, but not as much. I'm trying to find a, uh, another uh, another career pathway I want to do because I've been doing te- tennis all my life since I was seven, and I just needed something else, something else to um, to push towards. That, that's what I'm hopefully to do. So, Zach, I always ask two questions of all my guests. So, the first question I always ask everybody is, if you were to go through your coming out journey again, would you do anything differently? I, I want, I, if I did it again, I would have been more of a calmer, I felt. And plus, I wish I didn't write it. I just... I, I'll write it. I prefer like uh, I prefer to rather rather than write and set and send it to my pet, my mum. I should have just like did a script from for myself, re- rehearse it, and and bring up the top topic again at the right time. Uh, and plus, like um, if I came out to my nan, I should have done it at the right time because. During that time, my nan's mate died, and I came out to her then. At the time, uh, which I, which I shouldn't have done because she was going through a grieving process, and I should I should should have done when uh, when she she was more like more more like more happier. Do do you have any? Uh, views or regrets about whether you would have, if you had your time again, would you have come out younger or sooner? Younger, because the process. If I was young, if I was a, like a child, I would have got this straight foot foot forward. But when you're like when you're in your like now, it's it's like with me, like when I got a gr grc appointment um, in 2013, my local GB to forgot to refer me but it took about because uh, my when I was at uh, specialist college uh, my psychologist uh, wrote, wrote wrote to my GB and and uh, basically uh, pushed for, for me to be referred to a GRC and because uh, back then in 2013 uh I got, I got like, I got on the list straight away, but now it's like, God knows, three or four, six years. I don't, I can't keep count, but 
I should have just, I should have just came out when I when I was younger. Uh, the pro, the process would have been more easier. Yeah, I could have I could have just you know just like just make it simple when I was young. And if I came out as younger, my education experience would have been more easier and get better grades and and because you know living living isolation of coming out as who you are it had a a massive impact of my education uh which you know was a massive distraction for me and um and yeah i could have done it when i when i was younger having heard your story though zach i mean it, it it was it sounds like a very difficult period of time for you growing up the the combination of the autism yeah i mean like i felt like i felt like cuz since taking testosterone i learned to fight more towards getting getting a goal in tra- transition whether it's top surgery or lower, lower surgery like uh, when I had my second opinion for lower sur- surgery before being referred, uh, normally someone someone a- a- asks the questions for me uh, during that appointment, but I did all the research about this lower lower, lower sur- surgery, and I I know how much I wanted it, and I just you know because I had a difficult panel panel off doctors I had two doctors in one room and my mum was in there as well and it was very like it was like doing an exam it was like testing you of how much you understand how much understanding about the lower lower surgery and that that's what I did but when it when I had a second opinion for top top surgery it was like for me I didn't my my mentor while was with me at the college at the time. She did all the work rather than myself, and I thought to myself, "That's not, that's not like how how more, how I wanted to to do it." And yeah, I just you know I needed to do it. I needed to fight this, and and lucky enough because the when I had my second opinion for lower surgery, um, the GR, GRC were concerned because of the autism side as well, would not get a referral because of the understanding. But from that, I researched properly and um, I just, I just, I just need, I just needed to do it. I need, because I just, I just feel like, because when you're, autistic you you don't you you just don't when you express your voice you don't really get get the opportunities and stuff but from that I needed that I needed that push to to do it and the other question I always ask people Zach is what what advice would you give to people who are going through their own uh trans coming out it's a complicated one because I I'm nearly finished, and uh, even though I've got a gender recognition certificate as well, I feel that per- if you're a cis person, don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of us. 
just treat treat us as human beings rather than us put, put, put us in a category of invisible and like my message to mainstream me, me, media is to stop putting um like making biased articles about trans people um because you know i see on twitter mostly i it it just it gets to that point where someone needs to need need to say say to them look this this is totally insensitive it's just the way they word things and the headlines as well and it's just they mention you know their dead name in articles which really annoys me that much because it's like revealing their other dead identity to them it it's it's totally unacceptable and if mom's net posts negativity about trans people just report accounts um and because some so, something needs to be done about these type groups because it, it's they're, they're trying to put a stop into us transitioning which is totally wrong because at the end of the day this is our human right to do it like this is like this is a free world and and the the way they you know come up come up with things it it's totally unacceptable and insensitive for young trans people just uh just script like with what you want to say before saying it to your parents basically because the more you rehearse it do it at the right moment rather than not at the right moment not at the right moment uh, for for the gay community, I really, when it comes to messaging trans guys, just talk about just talk about the person rather than asking insensitive questions about down their pants because it's 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 very insensitive and it makes you know makes us uncomfortable. You know, if you don't like don't don't like the way the way we are. Don't say anything. Just, just don't co- comment. And yeah. Um, and plus, to be yourself. Don't, you know. Don't, don't make. Don't, you know. Don't think about other, other person's opinions and that. Just be yourself. That's all you can do. All, all that it remains for me to do, Zach, is to thank you very much. Been a pleasure to do it. I'm glad you glad you got got me involved in that. So, I hope you enjoyed the podcast. If you did, please rate, review, and subscribe, and get in touch with us via Twitter or Instagram or through the website.